Welcome to another episode of Kyle and Jake Save Sports. I am your host, Jake Dom, and joins me as does every week here on the podcast is my buddy Kyle. How's it going today, Kyle? Oh, pretty good, pretty good. Another uh, week into the NFL season. Had some really good games last week, so lots to talk about in the, this episode. Yeah, and throughout the week, uh, there was definitely a lot of performances that stood out. Uh, was there one that really stood out for you for your performance of the week? Yeah, um, I went with one that maybe didn't have the most, uh, you know, the, the most incredible stats, um, but it came up in a big way and a big win for the team. Um, I went with Justin Herbert. Um, he had four touchdowns, no picks, uh, 26 to 38 uh, for, um, I think he had like 320 yards. So, um, and then just the fact that they, uh, you know, overcame the Chiefs and ended up pulling out the victory that one. Big help to the team, big help to that division race, which has turned into um, definitely a lot more open uh, through three weeks than both of us could have imagined. So, um, yeah, definitely uh, his performance stood out to me this week. Yeah, and he definitely played a good game. Uh, We talked about that game last weekend. I was definitely pretty surprised, like, how well the Chargers played. Obviously, the Chiefs had those four turnovers, which is a big factor why they lost. Uh, but they definitely made the plays when it mattered, and uh, they got a big win. So, yep, yeah. So, who do you have on your uh, performance this week? Uh, um, I kind of went a little bit off the wall. Um, being a Lions fan, I do hate to say this, but my performance of the week's got to go to Justin Tucker. Um, broke the NFL record for a 66 yard field goal. Um, we'll say they definitely shouldn't have been in that situation with the delay of game penalty that should have been called. Um, but it's in the history books now. But, I, I mean, obviously breaking an NFL record that's been in the history books for this long. Um, it was definitely something special to watch, um, even if it was against my own team. Um, but um, that's just, you know, that's history right there. So I got to give a big shout out to Justin Tucker. Yeah, yep. And actually, I was very close to making that same pick myself. Um, you know, we both watched it live and, um, you know, I was just kind of disappointed but not surprised as a Lions fan because we're just used to <laughs> used to being screwed over <laughs> and, uh, you know, being on the wrong side of history with, you know, Rodgers and his Hail Marys and controversial calls. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, uh, it's a struggle. But, yeah, that was uh, a hell of a kick, that's for sure. Well, I don't know if you know that the other record-breaking field goal is also against the Lions, so <laughs> yep. there might be some. Like Nineteen seventy. Um, and I did want to give maybe an honorable mention here to Josh Allen, uh, thirty-two for 74 percent for the field, three hundred fifty-eight yards, five total touchdowns. Um, played really good against a decent Redskins defense, so just I uh, gave him a little quick shout. Yeah, he had uh, definitely a big game, and yeah, just uh, we're not sure if the Redskins def- or the sorry the Washington football team is just um, you know their defense isn't living up to the hype, or that was just a really killer game by Josh Allen. Probably a little bit of both. Yeah, the Bills are look like a buzzsaw right now after that weird Week One start from especially what we've seen from the Steelers the last couple weeks. Um, so, but obviously they bounced back in a couple. 
big ways and got two back-to-back victories. So, um, yeah. Yep, they're rolling. Uh, so getting into more deeper into the week, um, me and Kyle both just decided this week that we could get a couple questions that we kind of wanted to dive deeper into and uh, kind of see where the league's kind of at right now. Um, so what was your first question you had, Kyle? Um, so I have for my first one, um, who do you see in last place for the NFC at, uh, or the, the AFC West um, at the end of the season? <laughs> Uh, so you got the Broncos, the Raiders, the Chargers, and the Chiefs. Um, so definitely crazy to see um, the Chiefs there right now. Um, I don't think the Chiefs are going to finish there. I definitely think we're going to see a run from them. Um, I, I think you got to go Denver there. I know they got the lead right now, but I – I told, don't think we totally know what they are, and I'm a bigger. I think all those other teams that have way more impressive wins than Denver has. I mean, obviously Kansas City only has the one, but um, if a couple more plays go those way against the Chargers and the Ravens, they could easily be sitting at three and zero right now. Um, you know, like I said earlier about the four turnovers, but um, but that's definitely a tough question right there. Um, who do you have? Um, yeah, I'd probably agree with you. Um, I think it's them. Um, I can also see the Raiders kind of, you know, falling off in the second season. We just haven't seen, or, you know, second half of the season. We haven't seen them put together a full, you know, uh, one to 16 and now 17 week performance, um, you know, under Gruden yet. So, um, you know, I can see it going to them, but if I had to put my money on it right now, I'd say probably the Broncos just because they've had some good wins and they're playing well, but they've also faced teams that are currently 0-9. So, um, yeah, it's just uh, we'll know a little bit more after this week. Uh, you know, we'll talk about their game coming up here. But, um, yeah, as of right now, I, I would agree with you on that. <laughs> yeah, and I'm definitely excited to see them get tested this week um, with the Ravens coming to town. So, um, and yeah, that's definitely a tough question there, but team like the Raiders, they've also had some hot starts before, uh, like I think last season, even they had a pretty decent start. So who knows if they fall off, but they do like, look like a different team to me this season. Um, and their offense seems to kind of be at a different level than it was last season. So, um, I'm definitely excited to see, um, um, speaking of that chiefs and them being last, I'm sure a lot of their fans, um, might be kind of hitting that panic button a little bit, but um, I don't know if they're the one hitting them the hardest, but who would you say what fan base right now is hitting the panic button the hardest? Ooh, that's pretty tough because um, definitely got the Steelers there up there. They've, um, you know, kind of imploded after a good week win one over a really good Bills team. Um, but yeah, since then they've been very disappointing. So, um, I would probably say them, um, I, you know, I, I do see, or I guess I, they have the most reason to be, um, you know, hitting the panic button. I think the chiefs, um, like you said, a couple of plays go their way and they're, uh, you know, three and zero or two and one, which, you know, wouldn't be uh, an awful for a, a pretty difficult start to their season. Um, in terms of the schedule. So um, as far as reason to be hitting the panic button, I would definitely hand it to the the Steelers. Um, you know, their offense isn't really clicking. I know they had their, um, you know, top offensive weapon, or one of their top offensive weapons out this week, but, um, and then TJ Watt, but um, yeah, I don't know. I, I would say the Steelers. 
How about you? Yeah, and the Steelers are definitely one of the team I thought about. Uh, I think another team, I would say the Seahawks fans, after these last couple of weeks, are definitely hitting the panic button a little bit. Um, kind of blowing two, you know, against the Titans, played really well that first half, and the Titans kind of came back on them, and then obviously losing last this week to the Vikings. So I definitely think that would be concerning to me if I was a fan, just seeing them blow those leads after they actually played so well in the first half. Like they had that big first drive, Metcalf had those couple catches, and um, it just seemed like their offense just kind of sputtered there late in the game. Um, and obviously the Vikings have been playing pretty well, and their offense can't move the ball. But um, I guess I was expecting a little bit more from them. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely up there for them too. <clears throat> Um, so I guess getting into my second question, um, we got, um, I guess we've kind of touched on one of these teams already, but, uh, who do you believe in more, uh, the Broncos or the Panthers? I think, I think I got to go to the Panthers there. Um, they were looking pretty good there with McCaffrey. Um, I think they obviously have the more impressive win with getting that win over the Saints. Um, but, I, uh, that being said, McCaffrey going out is a big injury for him, but that Hubbard did seem to play pretty well in his place. Uh, they got a big test this week against the Cowboys, so I'm excited to see that. I wish McCaffrey was healthy so we could kind of see him at full strength, but the way that defense has been playing, um, I'm definitely excited to see them going forward. But um, that being said, we really have um, – you know, the Broncos have dominated every team they've played, but obviously they haven't played uh, a team of note yet, so – um, we could definitely be changing changing my opinion on that going forward. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would agree with you there. Um, you know, we both kind of, I guess, t- already touched on that um, with the last question. But, um, yeah, I think uh, for right now it's the Panthers. But um, depending on how week four goes, I could definitely see my answer changing there. So um, it should be a good good test for both of them this week. And we'll kind of see who, uh, who lives up and if either of them live up. Um, you know, and I guess what they look like going forward. Uh, so kind of flipping the head, uh, let's go more to the top of the conference. Um, do you think the Bills and the Rams are the best teams right now in their conference? Um, yeah, I, I would say so. Um, you know, definitely the, the Rams, they kind of took out their top competition, um, you know, that, Last week, pretty or this week, pretty convincingly. Um, you know, the the Buccaneers were the defending champs and uh, really looked like the most complete team um, going into that game. But uh, the Rams really kind of put, not, I mean, not to put the beat down on them, but the game was never particularly close. And the Rams kind of, you know, had them right where they wanted the whole time. So, um, you know, I think with Stafford, and he's clicking with the whole offense, but definitely with Cooper Cup. Um, you know, I think they're, they're the class of the NFC for sure. And then on the other side, um, you can't really make the argument for the Chiefs. Uh, the Browns are up there. Um, and then you got the, the Ravens have looked okay. So um, I would definitely give it to the Bills, especially uh, with the last two games, uh, you know, shutting out Miami. Um uh, their defense has, has been stepping up where it's needed to. And then obviously Josh Allen's, um, you know, uh, top three probably in the league. And a team, another team I think we should at least maybe mention that conversation maybe is the Green Bay Packers after kind of two impressive weeks here back-to-back. Um, 
talked about last week. I don't think the 49ers will in that game, but, you know, Aaron Rodgers made that big play going down the field and uh, getting that field goal to win it as time expired. So um, I think they're another team. Um, obviously, they're dealing with some injuries right now. Zadarius Smith is down. Their left tackle's down. So uh, if they can get a couple pieces back, they can only get better. And I think they can't compete with some of those top teams in the NFC. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. They're, uh, yeah, probably, probably right there nipping on the heels of the Bucks. Um, you know, after the last couple of weeks. So, um, all right. So I guess getting into my third question, um, I guess I kind of focused on the, uh, the lower half of the league, but, um, which one and two team do you think has the best shot at the division? Um, out of, out of these three, um, the Dolphins, the Seahawks or the Vikings? Seahawks or the Vikings? That Seahawks, are you saying win the division? Um, yeah. Or just make the playoffs? Yeah, I don't think any of them really have a super likely uh, no chance to win their division, but, um, you know, if a surprise happens, who is it? So uh, the Raiders, or not the Raiders, I'm sorry, the Seahawks, the Vikings, was 13? Uh, the Dolphins. Dolphins. Uh, that's definitely a tough one. I think I think I would go Vikings. Um, you know, who knows? Maybe with that Packers situation, it could go sour. Especially if someone like the um Devontes or Devonte Adams goes down, or obviously if Rogers goes down. But um, I think I would say the Vikings just because it, the rest of our division isn't very good. Um, and obviously you have the Bills over on that side. And I really haven't liked what I've seen from the Dolphins team so far. Um, so, Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, – I'd say that's pretty accurate. Um, you know, I, I kind of went a little bit back and forth between the Vikings and the Seahawks, um, but just with how loaded that division is, uh, you know, there would have to be multiple injuries um, where the Seahawks would uh, basically have to, you know, win out or uh, pretty close to it, um, you know, since they're already – two games back in, yeah. in that division. So, um, and then the Dolphins are kind of, you know, they haven't really looked impressive. I mean, they went uh, into OT with the Raiders, but, um, you know, haven't seen enough from them to really, um, you know, give them a, a great shot to beat the Bills, beat out uh, the Bills in that division. Speaking of the Dolphins, do you think there's any chance that Set would finish the season as a starter, even if Tua does come back healthy? Um, I guess, do you know, um, when the timetable for Tua's return is? Cause I think he's out a couple more weeks. I think, I don't think it's a long injury. I think it was like, I saw, I've seen like two to three weeks initially. So if I remember okay. correctly. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, I mean, it, you know, Brissett would really have to play well over the next couple of weeks. Um, but, um, you know, they'd have to, to win the next two and he'd have to play nearly flawless just because I don't think they're really ready to give up on their number five pick from uh, last year quite yet. Um, you know, he hasn't looked great, but, um, you know, that's a lot of draft capital to, you know, bench him for a couple of good weeks from a yeah. um, quarterback that's just kind of been a journeyman the last few years. You know, I just thought it was interesting because I, I think the Dolphins did kind of pick up some steam there in that second half, and it looked like the offense kind of found its footing a little bit against a pretty good Raiders team. Obviously, they've definitely played pretty well this season, so it's not like they were playing one of those lower-tiered teams. So, 
Um, I was just pretty impressed, I guess, with his second half performance. And I thought, you know, like you said, maybe if he could turn together a few more weeks. And I think Tua would go back in. Um, but I think it might be a situation if Tua could continue to play the way that he did, maybe they'd go back to percent, depending on yeah. how much pressure the organization is putting him on, on the coach to win. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Um yeah, we'll kind of see just because, yeah, like you said, Brissett, um, he had a really good game, especially in the second half. That's um, definitely better than we've seen Tua this year, but, um, you know, very, very limited, you know, game in a quarter or so. So, um, but yeah, Brissett would have to really turn it on to, to get in that conversation, I think. So this is kind of just this pretty simple question, but uh, are the Bengals good? Um, they're definitely better. <laughs> um, they've been uh, very, very, very bad the last three or four years. Um, three, definitely three years. Um, so better, improved, going in the right direction. I think that offense is clicking, and the, the you know the Steelers to I think ten points last week. So um, you know definitely firing on all cylinders. Um, whether or not they'll. Um, keep it up and, you know, make a push for a playoff appearance. I'm not sure, but, um, you know, definitely a 500, maybe a little bit above team this year. Um, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I just – I was just really impressed with that win. I mean, like you were talking about the Steelers earlier, obviously they had definitely haven't been playing the greatest, but the Bengals on the other side definitely took care of business and Joe Burrow looked a lot better than he did um, – especially considering he's coming off that rough injury. And obviously, Jamar Chase, um, after all the training camp stories about him not being able to catch, uh, he already has a couple touchdowns in the season. So uh, I've just been pretty impressed with how that offense has been running, obviously, um, against a pretty decent Steelers defense, even without a guy like T.J. Watt. Yeah, yeah, that was a, definitely a good win and excited to see them going forward. Um, so then I guess hopping into uh, some games next week, um, definitely a lot of good ones this week, some tough choices. Um, uh, the first one I got, uh, the Panthers at the Cowboys. Who you got winning this one? Um, this this game is tough. Like like I was saying earlier with Noel McCaffrey, it's, it's really tough to take the Panthers in this spot. I'm excited to see this Panthers defense go against his pretty decent Dallas offense. Uh, obviously, there's been tons of stats going around about the Panthers being the best defense um, in the league with, through three weeks. Um, and their performances have been impressive. Uh, this is our, definitely their hardest test yet. Uh, but I do, got, I do got the Cowboys eking this one out, uh, I would say, by a score of 24-21. Yeah, yeah, that's a, definitely a good call there. Um... I, I agree on that one. Um, I had it thirty-one uh, twenty-one, a little bit uh, farther out. Um, you know, I, I just really think this out uh, Cowboys offense is clicking, um, and um, you know, against the Panthers, they've been uh, you know kind of playing with a lead for a lot of their games. So I think playing from behind puts a little bit more pressure on Darnold, and you know, we'll kind of see how that turns out. Um, you know, rooting for the guy, but. Uh, you know, it's a, a, a lot to uh, try to keep up with. And, and I think the Cowboys are really starting to figure out that one-two punch in uh, Pollard and Elliott. Um, they seem to be pretty both pretty happy with getting half and half of the carries, and it seems to keep them fresher and the offense moving pretty well. So 
Yeah, and the one-two-three punch from the wide receivers. I mean, I, I guess Gallup's yeah. out, but uh, week one they were <laughs> playing really well until until he went down. Um, but yeah, they've got got weapons all over for sure. Um, moving on to the next game, uh, we got the Browns at the Vikings. Who do you got in this one? Um, so this is definitely one of the tougher ones of the week. Um, I ended up at 27-24, uh, Browns, uh, with the eking out the road victory. Um, I think this is going to be pretty telling for both teams. Um, uh, you know, the Vikings have been playing really well. They very, you know, a couple of plays away, um, from being a three and O team with, you know, an overtime loss and then a, a missed kick to, to lose in week two. Um, so, uh, definitely going to be a team to watch going forward. Um, but I think the, the Browns kind of take care of business, um, you know, ended up, um, you know, kicking a field goal at the end, uh, to pull away at the last second, kind of to break the Vikings hearts again, but Vikings, uh, fans hearts again, uh, who'd you got in this one? Yeah. And I, I had kind of the similar score as you did. Uh, I have the, Browns winning 28-27. Uh, I got a little bit closer, but um, the Vikings are at home, and that is a tough place to play at times. Those fans, you can get rowdy, but Delvin Cook is questionable, um, so not a huge fan on that. And the Vikings defense has had some struggles this year, especially with the run, um, so I could definitely see Chubb and Hunt having big games, and Baker, who's been playing pretty well this season, mistake-free football, so – I could definitely see them going in there and taking care of business and you can have a tough road win. Yeah. Um, uh, so let's see. So going into the next one, we got uh, Seahawks at the 49ers. So do you got this one? Uh, I do got the Seahawks win this one. They're kind of having a bounce back week. Um, I just don't imagine Russell Wilson losing three in a row like that. And he always does seem to play pretty well against the Seahawks. So I got them winning by a t- score of 28-24. Um, I did – I thought the 49ers did play pretty well last week, um, but obviously Aaron Rodgers just has done that in the past through a lot of teams. He goes down there and gets that field goal to win. So I think it's going to be a close one, but I think the Seahawks won this one. Yeah, yep. Um, I, I kind of did have the opposite in this one. I went 20-23 49ers. Um, you know, I think it'll be relatively, you know, a little bit lower of a scoring game just for the 49ers defensive things. I think they'll kind of keep the Seahawks in check. Um, but this is going to be um, a big game for both of them in the division. Um, you know, if the 49ers win, that's a really big gap that the Seahawks are going to have to climb out of. Um, so if the Seahawks do start a run, they're probably going to want to get it going this week. Um, but I, I got the 49ers in a, in a close one. Yeah, and if they definitely lose this week, they're definitely going to be out of that divisional race um, because um, we can move on to the next game. Um, I got the Rams beating the Cardinals um, and moving on to 4-0. Um, I got them winning 34-27. to um, I, I think the Rams have just been a buzzsaw this season. They've just been um, obviously the big one against the Bucks, and they go out there and dominate them, so – um, I think the Cardinals will keep this one close. Um, their offense can move the ball a little bit, but I think the Rams will win this one. Yeah, um, yeah, that's going to be a, you know, it's going to be a close one. Uh, Cardinals, um, I think, 
the one team that we both didn't have making the division this year. So um, they've definitely proved us wrong, um, you know, with a really strong start. So, um, you know, I, I got them um, probably 28-31, uh, or I got the, the Rams 28-31. Um, you know, I think the Rams will do just enough. The offense, like you said, is clicking, and then um, they got the better defense of the two. So um, I think that will kind of be the difference here. Uh, moving on to the next game, uh, we got the Ravens at the Broncos. Um, it seems like you uh, Broncos were a team you brought up earlier. Do you got them getting a big statement win here, or do you got the Ravens getting a win? Um, yeah, actually, I uh, did pick the upset on this one. Um, I got the Broncos winning 27-21. Um, they got home field. Um, the Ravens. Um, you know, after a big win against the Chiefs, they really kind of sucked it up against the Lions. Maybe they just, uh, you know, uh, kind of overlooking them a little bit. But, um, you know, they were, got very lucky to eke out a win there um, and a pretty pretty poor Lions team, unfortunately. So, um, you know, I, I think the Broncos' home field advantage, Bridgewater stays rolling. Um, yeah, I think they eke out a win there. <laughs> Uh, and I hate to say it, but I, I actually agree with you here. Um, I do got the Broncos winning 27-24. Um, after watching some of that Ravens team uh, the last week against the Lions, um, obviously Brown had those couple big drops, but I just wasn't huge on them. I only put up 19 points against our team. I'm just not huge on that. So, um I got a similar score as you. I got a little bit closer, but I got the Broncos winning this one 27-24. Bridgewater has the third highest QBR in the NFL uh, through three weeks. He's just been playing good mistake three football. Uh, I think they keep that up and uh, move to 4-0. Yeah. Um, Yeah, both had the upset pick this week. Um, So then I guess going on to – Brady's homecoming. Uh, we got the Bucks in Foxborough. Who do you got in this one? Uh, real quick, um, I think we should maybe dive deeper into this game um, before we really um, – who do you think needs this one more, Brady or Belichick? <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. Um, who do you think – Who who needs it more or who – who do you think wants it more? I guess. All right, wants it more. Oh, that's oh, that's it. That's almost a better question. <laughs> who wants it more? Yeah, because I, I mean, who needs it Bal- more? I lean a little Bal- bit. Belichick needs it more. Yeah, you know, Belichick needs it more. But who wants it more? Yeah. That's I, I feel like Bur- this is Brady's first chance to go into Foxborough, so um, I, I think he wants it. But yeah, yeah. But but who knows him better than the guy that coached him for that long? So um, it's definitely going to be interesting to see the defense he decides to run against them. Um, Obviously, the Pats didn't play the greatest last week, but um, I think I think this whole Pats team is definitely going to come jacked and ready to play. Um, But I do think the Bucks will pull this one out. Yeah, Uh, yeah. If I kind of kind of a blowout. 35-21, 35-21, uh, I think Brady's going to have – I mean, he's got the, the better team around him. They're angry after a loss. Um, and I don't think Mac Jones, at least as of yet, is going to keep up with Brady. So, 
um, I, you know, I think the, the Bucks kind of show out and, um, yeah, Brady gets his, his dub in Foxborough away at yeah. Foxborough. Yeah, it's on Sunday Night Football, so, you know, there's going to be a lot of stories and a lot of stuff about it, and um, cameras on both of them all night long. So it should be a good one. Um, I got the game a little bit closer, uh, 31, 21 bucks. But uh, like you said, I just don't think Mac Jones has enough to get it done, um, especially coming off that loss to the Rams. Um, I just don't imagine the Bucks dropping too straight. So, yep, yep, well said. Um, so I guess going into the last one we got here, uh, the Raiders and the Chargers at the Chargers. What do you got here? Uh, I got the Chargers. Um, I think this is going to be a really close one. Um, but I got the Chargers one in 35-34. Um, I think they're just going to eat this one out at home. Um, I think this is going to be an offensive shootout a little bit. But um, I think Justin Herbert at the end is going to do just enough to beat this Raiders team, giving them their first loss of the season. Um, I actually uh... – yeah, although I could see it going that way, I did disagree with you on the scoreboard there a little bit. Um, I had it uh, 35-31 Raiders, um, I think. Um, yeah, I think it's just going to be a really good game. It's going to come down to the, the last possession and who can get it done. And um, I don't know, I got the, the Raiders on the road, um, maybe a little bit better of a – um, a running game than they have, um, you know, eat up a little bit more clock. Uh, defense is going to be tired late, so uh, I think that'll put the Raiders, Raiders over the Chargers. Yeah, and this was definitely a game I went back and forth on, and obviously it's on Monday Night Football, so uh, it should be a pretty good one. So definitely excited for that one. Uh, definitely better than uh, Cowboys and Eagles game we got. So <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was. Big blow up. I definitely don't see that happening this week. Yep. I think it's going to be a close one, and I could definitely see the Raiders pulling that one out. So I'm excited to see. Um, so moving on to the bet of the week. Um, last week, uh, we definitely both bounced back after have, uh, losing uh, the week before. Uh, I hit on Arizona minus seven, um, and I won $91. And then Kyle hit uh, $50 on the Titans minus 5.5, and then he also hit 50 on the Falcons, plus three over the Giants um, for a total of $92. So right now, Kyle is up to $162, and I'm sitting in second place with $136. What do you got this week, Kyle? Uh, This week, I kind of went for my first one. Um, I did two again. Um, I kind of went with a little bit of a homer pick, um, the Lions plus three, um, minus 115. Uh, so it's bet 50 to, to win 43. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think the Lions had a really good week last week. I think the Brown or the Browns, the Bears are reeling after um, a really bad loss last week. Uh, their offense just really couldn't get going. Um, definitely not a believer in, in golf, um, but I think he'll do just enough to – um, either win or keep it close enough to uh, to cover. <laughs> what about your first one? Yeah, and I also have two this weekend. Uh, I actually uh, got the Lions in the bet as well. Um, but <laughs> I, went on, I went on the money line, plus 120, uh, 50 to $160. Um, well, 110, but, you know, 
Um, yeah. <laughs> so 50 to win 110. Um, but so I decided to go on the money line there. I wasn't a big fan of that Bears performance. And um, I think Matt Nagy is possibly going to be the first coach fired here. Um, I wouldn't, that wouldn't surprise me with the way his team has been performing. So, uh, and like you said, the Lions have played pretty well here the last couple of weeks. Uh, they just caused some tough breaks. Obviously, Tucker breaking the NFL record just enough, literally hitting the crossbar. Um, but we played well in spurts, uh, and I think against a pretty – not the great Bear team, uh, Bears team, I think we're going to be able to pull that one out. Yeah, good, good, uh, good call there. I was tempted to take the better odds, but – yeah, you know, the Lions are the Lions, so I can see us losing the last second again. Probably out of safety or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't even surprise me. Um, so then in my second one, uh, my second 50 bucks I'm putting up, um, I, we already kind of touched on this one, but uh, the Bucks minus seven, uh, minus 105 to win uh, 98, uh, 48 bucks profit. Um yeah, I think I already kind of thought that that one's going to be a blowout, so took the spread there, and I think that'll be some easy change. Um, my other bet is kind of a similar spread, but uh, I did minus seven, the Titans over the Jets. Um, why that was only minus seven, I don't know. Uh, the Jets have not been playing pretty that well all season, uh, and the Titans team has been playing pretty well as of late, so – uh, I expect the Titans team to kind of go out there and dominate the Jets a little bit. So if I can get seven points, uh, I'm taking that all day long. So I got $50 to win 46. So. Yeah, good call there. Honestly, yeah, yeah the Jets should be uh, – I feel like there should be some college number, uh, <laughs> um, you, know, you know, plus 23s on some of these games. The way the yeah. Playing, so. <laughs> I thought at least be like minus 10. I mean, if – I think the Texans were uh, minus 17 this week to the Bills. So, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, that's getting up there. So, that's why I've seen that line. So, I um, decided to hop on it, and I'll definitely be hopping on it in real life, too. So, um, <laughs> so I'm excited for this week. Um, you got anything to say before we get out of here? Uh, nope, not really. Um Yep. Have a good week, guys. Yep. Go Lions. Uh, We appreciate you guys listening. You guys have a good one.